Single Simulcast is about a lot of things. This podcast may make you laugh, cry, or pound your fists into your desk. If you hear something you like or something you don't, leave a voicemail at 916-572-9016 or email us at singlesimulcast at gmail.com. One. Single. Simulcast. 273, Shante's here, I'm here, and we're joined by Mia. Uh, for those of y'all who are wondering who the heck Mia is, Mia has a podcast that's coming out uh, probably quarter to 2018. Uh, but the best way to describe Mia to you, Mia is the young lady, the wonderful lady that Margo was talking to last week the one that we were talking about in the abc's of white names that's mia so um mia oh also to to mention something uh you did quote me a little bit wrong um, yes you did uh i was saying uh uh i wasn't saying uh should i do a podcast i said i was saying would you listen and uh and you said that I wasn't saying that at the beginning, and I'm like, no, I was saying that. Ah, um, and then because I was like, hey, should I do a podcast? But so it was like, it was sort of like in the old timey, should I? Um, like, like should I do a podcast? Would you listen? So I think it's because I was using like the weird old timey variant of it. Like, yeah, that threw me off when I saw should I do a podcast the answer is generally yeah yeah no like like the decision to make a podcast was like already made like wham bam bam. thank you ma'am my thing was like would you listen and she's like no i wouldn't listen to you i would actually rather listen to this shit and uh i feel a little bit bad that she was roasted because uh she is like queer and mentally ill and I had I suspicions, honestly, about had, the uh, mental health aspect, and I had actually thought about that for a long time. But first of all, I didn't use her name ever. I'm still really proud of that. You um, used a shortened version of her name, but uh, not enough that it would like you know matter. matter. She's, She's blocked, blocked me, me and. and and I feel, and I feel really, really bad, bad because um, she is uh, helping produce this burlesque show. I do. Uh, I'm like a small time in the, the local Seattle burlesque scene. And uh, Mia the Diva, come see me at shows and shit. Um, that would make an excellent flyer. I know, right? <laughs> I can I can use Photoshop. I can I can make that happen. Um, like she's helping produce a show for uh, my roommate because uh, my roommate is trans, and they are these uh, burlesque shows that you uh, there's a prize for the tickets, but it's also pay what you can, and like all these donations go to you know uh, like treatments and getting her uh, helping her change her name and that sort of thing. So uh, it's sort of like. I love, I love my roommate, my roommate and, and I, I help, help provide, provide for her when I when can. I'm not I'm going not to that going show because I don't want to deal with Margo. <laughs> Margo doesn't know? Margo didn't listen? Margo no, she didn't listen, 
No, she didn't listen. She don't give a fuck. But the thing is, like, it's the argument still happened with me, and I don't want to have to interact with her. Very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a, that's a thing. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. No just, worries. Nope. Nope. No, no, it's just all aboard the nope train to fuck that, Bill. Like, I'm <laughs> just, 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 nah. <laughs> if there's a person that stresses me out and I don't have to interact with them or be in the same building with them, I'd rather rather. Um, I understand wholeheartedly. Like, if I can avoid having to deal with uh, people, I always choose not. Like, mm-hmm. there's not even a second option. There's like, there's not a, maybe in this, nah, fuck that. I just not. I yeah. I will literally just. My erase. mind's telling me no, but my body, my body's also telling me no. Pretty much, it's yep. like just a big ass nope. Like the first class train to Noperville. Like I'm just nope, nope, nope. Nogan. I'm not gonna nope. do this. And nope. um. Fuck you and the horse you rode in on. I can just erase history and I like you. You have exist. time to hear about our Lord and Savior Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, for that one, I'll be all ears. Um, it's, it's for his, from his his holy word, the Noble. Oh, man. Oh god, that reminds me that one time I I like walked around one nerd convention and I'm like, hi, would you like to hear about the word of Klingon Jesus? <laughs> the bloodthirsty will inherit the, of the earth and other various planets, while the meek will inherit nothing. Kapla! Oh my god. Oh my god. My mom would love you. I can sing a Klingon drinking song. So can she. Yes, koi keles puklod koi puk. Anyways, I'm sorry. Um. So there was this dude, a 63 year old dude. Oh my god, the 63 year old dude. Oh my god, I read that story and I was at work and like I have a large phone and then like the picture at the top of the article was like full screen on it at one point and I was like, oh my god, I am in a break room. Oh my goodness. These are some very stuffy white people, let me tell you. I was concerned. One 63-year-old man has had so many prostate orgasms that he can't stop having them. <laughs> now, if you don't know already, let me tell you. Let me bust it down for you real quick. You can have an orgasm by somebody pressing up against your prostate. Um, it's it's not something that's generally known by heterosexual folks. They tend to think that it's something that maybe, uh, you know, nah. Bruh, let me tell you, it's fucking amazing. It's fucking incredible. <laughs> like, this conversation has gone wildly different from what I expected. Like, bruh, bruv, can I can I call you bruv? I've been watching a lot of British shows. Bruv, check this out. So, my wife, like, she was fucking around, right? She was fucking around, and I was fucking around. She fucked around a little bit too much, and bloop, right in there, and she pressed up, and I was like, I think I nutted. it. But nothing came out, and I was just shooting blanks over and over again. I was like, fuck that shit. I don't ever want to feel like that again, because that song, I Just Died in Your Arms Tonight, 
started playing in my head along with never going to give you up, never going to let you down because I never felt closer to her. Um, (laughs) And so um, after I finished dry heaving these nuts out of me, like there was nothing coming out. And I was like, I swear I just nutted. And she was like, no, you didn't. And I was like, I know it. And um, then we never talked about it again until just now. Um, (laughs) Let me tell you. Oh my god. Wow, I feel very close to you that you're telling me this aspect of your marriage. Aspect. Let me tell you. (laughs) Prostate prostate massaging is fucking incredible. It is the fucking wonderfulness of the world. Like, it can literally save your relationship. And I don't care if you're dating somebody or if you're by yourself. If you feel mad at yourself because you failed a test, stick a finger up your ass and just press up and you will be in love with yourself all over again. And there is just, I understand why this guy found this and then just passed the fuck out. Because apparently there is a super orgasm that made him... Filled the orgasm everywhere. His penis, his anus, his pelvis, and his perineum, which is also the, the tank. You know, the, the goop. <laughs> um, and he became addicted to the, to the orgasm. And so he began to have to wear a condom all the time in order to catch any of the semen that came out when he finished. And soon he was able to rewire his brain so that by laying flat and putting on the condom, that was enough to get him to nut. Wow. He didn't even need the plug anymore. This motherfucker's literally a superhero. Like all he has to do is put the latex on and he's off. Like he's going like, do you realize how marvelous that would be? Like if you're oh my on God. a plane and it's like an eight hour flight and you can't no! fall asleep. You, gotta keep going. you can't join the mile high club in a singular fashion my dude yes i can oh my god you, as many times people have told me to go fuck myself i may oh as my well try my hardest oh um, my god your hardest <laughs> so like go into the bathroom and put on a condom and immediately blast off and go back and fall asleep that would be the best do you yeah, know that sounds terrible but that sounds terrible if you're trying to like if you're trying to have safe sex with somebody else, like there's really nothing you. I mean, like you put that condom on, he and your can brain only is have sex with, with himself now. Yeah. Like these, this, this is his, his only, only option. option. Like his intimacy <laughs> ability has been. It's like, fine though, dude is 64. Oh, but then again, like a lot of STDs go around like old folks' homes because the old folks, the folks be fucking. So, right. I mean, he, I mean, he's obviously his shit obviously still works. You know. Oh my god! I don't, I don't think about old man. No, he was taking that. Like I read the article. He was, he was yeah, the reason that. why this all started is because he was using the butt plug along. He was with taking the Viagra for like a uh, urinary tract infection or some shit. Yeah, and the the combination of the two made the infection go away. Like he had to put the the butt plug in to massage his tender prostate after an infection and the Cialis helped make the infection go away but then he started having these orgasms and then the subject found that while the orgasms were extremely enjoyable at the time he duh could easily spend too much time experiencing them god I just hate it when I just orgasm too much right like what the fuck 
right. This is the worst life ever. Wake up. Oh my nut. god. Wake up. Wake up. Nut. nut. Breakfast. Bathroom, nut. Nut. Brush teeth. Nut. Oatmeal. Nut. <laughs> Sit down. Nut. Oatmeal and up, nut. No. Bus stop. Nut. Napkin. <laughs> nut. <laughs> like he is literally. I cannot right now. He is literally the walking epi- uh, epitome of that song you were singing earlier, Jizz in My Pants. She looked at me and yes. said, cash or credit, and I jizzed in my and pants. My pants. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I mean, the dude said that the biggest issue was that he had an old neck injury that flared up in association with some neck spasm and orgasm while lying prone. It has proved difficult to stop experiencing these orgasms and unwire himself back to normal. Now, eventually, the man figured that he should probably just, you know, go back to masturbating and having regular sex. He still had up to 10 non-stimulatory orgasms before ejaculating during these encounters, but was able to stop having these random orgasms for a few months at a time. He can't stop his power once he's unlocked it. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't even my final form! <laughs> and there, there's a few papers that are written about prostate orgasms. Now listen up. Seriously, these orgasms quote appear to be more powerful and pleasurable than penile orgasms. There have been no published laboratory conducted investigations of orgasms uh, induced by prostate stimulation alone. Of course not. Like, I mean, who would do a science experiment about that? Like, okay, if y'all will all come in here. And they did a science experiment about taking LSD with dolphins and making them nut. <laughs> I will watch that on Netflix. <laughs> like, fucking Google that. I am not lying. Because they're like, oh man, what if LSD can help, like, side do us do psychic shit with dolphins? Yeah, maybe they're better at doing some psychic shit if they nut. <laughs> this is a real thing. As for the 63-year-old symptoms, while there's anecdotal evidence that his experience may be shared by others, such rewiring hasn't really been studied. Hmm. There are cases of spontaneous orgasm or other symptoms confused for orgasms, even epilepsy, she explained. And the scientists would like to see more scientific research. But nowadays, researchers more frequently focus on the female orgasm, seeing as how it's long been neglected by science and men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, that dude was truly, you know, he was a nutty buddy. And um <laughs> Oh my god. He, he realized that he could blast off whenever he wanted to <laughs> and just shoot a hole in the wall. Like literally oh my god. Like, turbo powered nut. <laughs> that that is just crazy to me. Like all that time I spent in a room all by myself just hoping for one more go around and this dude oh my is goodness. getting 10 times at a time at the age it. of 63 years old. Oh my god. I feel like he should be in porn. Yes. Wait, no. Yes. Wait, no, he maybe wouldn't able, he wouldn't be able to know because they got to they got you know fuck for so long and no, though, like, here, here's the thing, though. If he's just doing what he's been doing and just, like, coming on camera, I'd watch it. Yeah, like the solo stuff. He can do the solo. Yeah. yeah. Just and, like, if he's doing, like, 
If he's like 63, 64, and he's doing that Silver Fox thing and being a total daddy, I would watch the fuck out of that. I mean, y'all are, y'all are saying 63, but how old is Jeff Goldblum, really? Oh my god, Jeff Goldblum is total daddy. See? Status. And I'm sorry, but I will also have to add Mark Hamill. And also, you know who, like, entered, like, he just automatically entered into daddy status? Just like, He just, like, showed up on the scene like that? Motherfucking Patrick Stewart. Hell yeah. Jeff Goldblum is 65 years old. Oh my god. <laughs> I just want to point that out real quick. So, this dude is 63, Jeff Goldblum is 65, and say... Jeff Goldblum can get it. Say Jeff Goldblum one day sticks a radioactive butt plug up his ass, and now oh he can just fire off rockets. He's a superhero. <laughs> That's the life he's living. Like what? Are we going to judge him, or are you going to pay money to watch him? I think y'all pay money to watch. Yes. Yep. No. I'm not a porn person. <laughs> I'm not sitting here watching you. I don't want to watch you nut. It's not, it's not that intriguing to me. <laughs> not to me. Even if it's Jeff Goldblum, or really... Yeah. No. no. I'm going to... More for me! <laughs> I'm just and I also don't think, and I also don't think that this dude is hot with his whole like situation. Because <laughs> he's a he had to figure all this shit out by himself. So, not. but he is clearly he is clearly the lowest of low maintenance men. Like, baby, I'll take care of myself ten times. You go ahead and go to sleep. But he can't work. Like he up here, you know, busting off. You know, throughout the day, he ain't functioning right. He's, he's sleeping like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> he's struggling. He ain't making no money. He just bust. He just bust. That's not get. That's not get. That's not getting me Sephora gift cards and shit. You know what I mean? He's tired of shit. He you gotta control walk it. without nothing. And every time you nut, you get sleepy. He's tired of shit. And every time somebody looks at him, they're like, "What's wrong with you?" They ignore him because he looks at him and says, "Nothing." <laughs> no. How dare go to your room? I'm here already, and they're like, they're like, oh, okay. And he yawns, and he walks away. <laughs> well, that means, like, if he's sleepy, like, he's gonna be down for cuddles after, right? Yeah. 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 Jeff Goldblum, down for cuddles. See, I'm just ima- see, I'm imagining all the stuff that a woman would have to go through dealing with him and everything, where it's just like hardened clothing items, you know, hardened pants. Oh my god! Because he didn't catch it, you know, it caught him off guard. So they buried it, you know. Yeah, just it's just all this stuff, and she's just like, "Well, why don't you wash your shit?" And he's like, "Well, I couldn't because I fell asleep." You know, you know, you know what's going on with me down below, baby. You know what's up. You know what's up. You know, you know, be good to me. You know, you know, take some sympathy. And she's upset because she's having to wash like crusty everything. Oh my god! I feel like that'll be a horror movie, yet a superhero movie. Officer, I caught them. They're currently stuck to the wall. Oh my god! His his superhero name could be. The sock. <laughs> the sock. Ew. See, and wow. then after he after he uh, he has super adhesive semen that like makes people stick oh to the wall. Oh my god! This like the second episode out of three where we're talking about jizz. By the way, um, but after they stick to the wall, he can walk out, and as the cops walk in, he'll be like, "Clean up on aisle one." Yikes. Excuse? Oh my god! Or. 
they're sticking around just for you, officer. And the oh officer my god! Like, they're like, what did he use? Spider? Oh my god! They're like, I don't like this superhero. <laughs> Give me my gloves. Why does he have to come so much? He's sixty-three. <laughs> I think I'm pregnant. Oh, gross. <laughs> Oh gosh! Oh, the way my mind works is a horrible. God, that reminds me of that. Like you just reminded me of a horrible song. Yeah, no. (laughs) Anytime people warn me ahead of time that it's a horrible song, I'm just like, "Mm -mm." Mm. it's not horrible because of the melody. It's horrible because of the lyrics. Because yeah, that's probably the way it works in my head. That is horrible because the lyrics, not because of the melody. I don't. Fuck the melody. I'm, it's I'm dirty. more about Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> huh. So, um There's this dude. All of my stories start off that way, I think. Shantel, oh are we goodness. pretty accurate with that? All my stories start off with there's a dude. Um Makes sense. But there's this guy in Minneapolis who may get a new trial after two jurors came forward and admitted that racism was a major reason why they chose to convict him. The local news says the two jurors are now saying that they were influenced by racist arguments made by another juror during deliberations when they decided to convict Michael Smith, who has been in jail for the last five years for illegal possession of a firearm as a convicted felon. He was accused of police of illegally possessing a firearm just months after he was released after serving a 10-year sentence. For a third degree murder charge. The police never produced any concrete evidence linking him to the firearm in question, so the trial came down to which word jurors chose to believe. The jury foreman said this week that a major reason they chose to believe the police was because of racism. And they said the one juror told his peers that Smith must be guilty because, quote, he's a black person with a previous criminal record living in North Minneapolis. You know he's just a banger from the hood. End quote. Open and shut case, Johnson. (laughs) I saw this article and I'm like, yeah. (laughs) And like, like, first of all, this is normal. First of all, black people in Minneapolis, why? Why? Like it's cold. Like I hear that y'all have underground uh, sidewalks with. Uh, conveyor belts so then y'all don't have to be outside in that cold ass weather so why like tunnels that take you places where it's like heated so you don't freeze to death like why black people would you go to Minneapolis secondly you're already a suspect there's only like I mean in Seattle there's maybe like 400 black people I'm joking there's 600 so in Minneapolis (laughs) I'm thinking there's like 12 um why like as soon as you do something and by the way when I say 12 Eight of those are on the Timberwolves, so why? And, um, like, as soon as you do something, you're a suspect. And once your child is born, uh, they don't even give your child a name until you give them a name. They give them a number. Like, your child's name for the first week or so is L24716 uh, because, you know, prison pipeline. Why would you move to Minneapolis? What exactly is there in Minneapolis? I just... You know what? Honestly, after how they did... Philando Castile so horribly, I would have moved. Uh-huh. I would have any any place where they fuck over a black man, 
that's America. Where the fuck am I going to go? But seriously. Yeah, where are you going to uh-huh. be? Like, you talking about moving, and it's kind of like, well, where is the motherfucker supposed to go? There's nowhere to run. everywhere. <laughs> if the police want to fuck you, they're going to fuck you. They're going to stick a finger in and push up into your prostate, and you're going to oh continuously nut while falling to the ground <laughs> saying, I surrender. Like, is this is this a new TSA thing? Is this customs? It should be. I would gladly get started. <laughs> oh like, put on that rubber gla- like at at sperm um sperm banks. They will. Oh my goodness! They will stimulate your 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 boom like right there just to help you out if you need it. Now I don't need it because I've never been to a sperm bank, but um, <laughs> I got oh my this information God. from watching the movie Road Trip. Um, and so you know, it's a whole thing—the prostate massaging. It's a—it's a real thing. Research that. Don't be ashamed to look that up. And fellas, don't be ashamed to uh, be freaky with your wives. Be be adventurous. Be adventurous. And then uh, deny all that shit if you have to. I don't really give a fuck because who the fuck's gonna judge me? Judge yourself first. But if you feel like you have to, like, why? Like, it's a wonderful experience. It's a wonderful feeling. When it's your wife, and then like freaky shit happens, and then more freaky shit happens, and it only happens when you're on like level nine of that freaky shit. <laughs> like you have to be on a certain like you don't just go straight there, like kiss on the <laughs> cheek, finger in the cheek. No, you gotta like, you gotta work go, up to it, huh? Yeah, right. You gotta work up to it. Like even for like if you're attempting anal sex, you still have to work up to it. It's not like that's yes. the first thing you're aiming for. You don't and and fellas. Look, I don't give a fuck what you see in porn. Spit is not a lubricant. Oh god, it's so, it's so gross. It's so gross. It's vile. It is just it doesn't look good when they, you know, wherever you're spitting, it looks gross. I don't care whether you like do like a a slow kind of kind of gather up the spit no. and spit it out no. or like spit like really hard like if you're just trying to cook, you know, it's gross. Stop doing that wow, shit. like I just listening to you say that it like my entire lady guard is just, just like closed for, for business for the rest, for the rest of, my of my life now. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you see it on porn where they're just like just trying to look. Shut. Yeah, like they're just trying to spit huge, like, sun, stumps of this. Oh, God. There. Like, they're like, I do not want a Luhi hawks onto my lady bitch. Thank you. Exactly. Like, I don't think that that would be, like, not sanitary at all. Nope. Mm-mm. But, like, 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 sex already deals with some freaky liquids, and now you're adding more freaky liquids. Can we not? Exactly. But, yeah, so he's maintaining his innocence and has insisted that his conviction was completely unfounded. Yeah, I jumped right back to the story. <laughs> like, I... Look, oh, no, no, I, like, I know you did that. Honestly, I'm down. If, if you are going to engage in sexual activity that is outside of your uh, normal range of uh, things you're comfortable with be sure to let the other folks know that you're not comfortable with that act so then if that is something that you are amenable to because they should be asking prior to doing it it shouldn't just be a surprise 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 <laughs> you know mm-hmm. all of a sudden oh definitely <laughs> always communicate with your partner okay damn mm-hmm. and um after you get confirmation that it's okay even then, you still got to kind of work your way to it and have lube. Like, mm-hmm. there's lube to work. Y'all really need to listen to the cunt cast 
Uh, yeah. Oh my god, Najela, I want this. By Najela. She is so open and honest, and we'll have her on uh, the show uh, early next year, but um, she is just, she will tell you straight up and down, this is what you need to do in order to be as safe as possible. She'll tell you what lose to get the whole nine yards, because honestly, gentlemen, y'all are ruining people's sexual experiences. Mm-hmm. Hashtag me too. By thinking that your saliva is enough to survive uh, the whole anal plunging that you want oh to do. Oh my god. Also, mm-hmm. um, fellas, 10 years, 11 years of experience has taught me this. Um, trim your nails. Oh my god! I was so hoping you were going to say that! Oh my god! File them. File them down. Trim your nails. God, that shit hurts! Uh... Oh my god! Nothing. The only thing that sucks worse than uh, asking, I'm, I'm guessing, you know, asking if they're close is scraping up their. Uh, oh my god! Uterus. <laughs> <laughs> Why you think you aim for the G spot? So be careful about that as well. Nails. Um, and if you're going to, uh, if you already have consent to stick a finger into uh, their anus or into their ass. Uh, let's, let's, let's be sure to just have one finger. Make it the smallest finger at first. Don't use your ring finger. Don't use your middle finger. If you use your thumb, I'm gonna fuck you up. Um, <laughs> and th- I don't care what you saw on porn. Unless they say, you know what really turns me on is having like five fingers in my ass all at once and your fist. Stop it a finger. And then ask how that was. Like, literally ask how it was. Ask how the experience was. Don't think that just because they say yes once means that they want it every single time y'all have sex either. It doesn't work that way. It's all Mm -hmm. about mood. Set the mood. Accept the mood. Get consent about their mood. And then move forward. God, I wish that one of my exes was listening to this. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I bet there's a whole bunch of exes that need to listen to this. Mm-hmm. But yeah, listen to the cunt cast because she is much better at this than I am. <laughs> like, That's fair. Uh, Aaron, Aaron Ram Freeman, he's awesome, but Najela is everything. She will lay it all out for you. Like, this is what you need to be doing. And, um, you know, that's available at cuntcastpodcast.com. Um, what the fuck was I about to talk about? Got so deep into sticking fingers up people's butts. That I lost track Oh man, of, that's uh, because butt stuff is important. It is. When done right, it's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Like literally when when sex Okay, can is we done go right. back to a like one story real quick though? Like I just want to touch on it for like for a brief moment. Yeah. Okay, cool. So it's the one that we skipped in the funny news of um the uh, the student arrested for trying to uh, trade chicken alfredo and uh, sprite for sex because of the way that the URL is. I thought like the college student was arrested to try for trying to trade chicken alfredo flavored sprite for sex. See, in the way that the URL was, I thought that it was something much different. And then once I read it and saw that he was a fucking pedophile, that took on a whole another mm, yeah theme for me. Uh, so trigger warning. I'm going to just sit here for a second and talk about the fact that I just watched Bright on Netflix because it was a good movie. And y'all oh my god, I'm out. so excited for that. I love Dungeons and Dragons so much. 
And now that we've done this trigger warning, we're giving you enough time to actually step away for like the next 20 to 25 seconds. I mean, maybe one minute. Just skip three minutes. You know how I do. Skip 10 minutes. Skip 10 minutes and then just go backwards and find where we're actually not talking about it anymore. Skip 15 minutes just to be safe. Anyhow. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, a Youngstown State University student was caught red-handed and arrested this week after he allegedly attempted to have sex with a 15-year-old boy who turned out to be an undercover officer. Uh, Albert Maruna, uh, 22, is charged with attempted unlawful sexual contact with a minor, disseminating mat matter harmful to juveniles, possessing criminal tools, and importuning. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Austintown police say that he started chatting through an online dating app with an undercover officer. Parents, be aware your kids aren't always talking to other kids on that shit. Uh -huh. um, yeah. They say that Maroon's conversation was sexually graphic. He sent nude pictures of himself and he set up a meeting with someone who he believed was an underage boy. According to police, both agreed to get together on December 12th and Maroon would bring lubricant Chicken Alfredo and Sprite. Oh yeah. That's how like, romance works. Like that's the combination platter. <laughs> that's number four right there. Um Hey baby. I that, knew you wanted that. Police said that he traveled to Austin Town where he thought he'd be meeting the teen, and when he got there, he was arrested by Chris. I don't, I don't know what happened to Chris Hansen, but I feel like this is a Chris Hansen moment. Like Chris Hansen is mm -hmm. probably still popping out of every uh, situation where a pedophile gets caught up. Like you know who I am. <laughs> you, you know who I am. I'm, I'm Chris Hansen. Uh, just lay down. Yeah, the cops are coming. No, they mm -hmm. flew me here when they said that you were coming. No, they paid for my flight. No, you can't have an autograph. No, this isn't going on Snapchat. Hashtag I'm awesome. Um. <laughs> At the time of his arrest, police say that Maruna, of course, was carrying an iPhone, a MacBook, three zip three zip, zip drives, a bottle of Atroglide lubrication, Vaseline lotion, two bottles of Sprite, and chicken Alfredo in a Tupperware container. He's currently being it's held homemade. in the county jail. But no paper plates. No paper plates. Was, they were gonna. They eat, were just like, gonna, a lady in the tramp. Yes, they were just gonna. Oh, that's so romantic. Except for the fact that it was a fucking fifteen-year-old boy, and he's about to go to jail. Like you going to jail, jail. Well, obviously, and, yeah. And he's going it, to a it, lot of jail. It, it's you know, honestly, probably not. Probably not. True fact. Probably not. Unfortunately, sexual assaulters like this are getting months. Mm -hmm. Especially if they fit all the right characteristics. White, cough, cough, Brock Turner. Exactly. Affluent, college student, never did this before. Good grades. Northern. As you know, <laughs> the North, they tend to be a lot more accepting of uh, crimes done by white guys. Well, fuck uh -huh. that. The South is accepting, too. Like, they don't care. Just as long as you're white. <laughs> but... All this stuff is literally playing out in his favor for him to do maybe six months. Maybe. Mm -hmm. I would say he could do a year if we're lucky, but most likely his lawyer is going to be like, he can't handle prison. And so he's not going to have to go that long. 
Yeah, he's just a pudgy, like, basement dwelling neckbeard. He's he's hard. He's harmless. He just tried to touch one boy, but it wasn't the boy. It was a cop, so it's fine. And I mean, if we send him to jail, then he's going to be in there amongst all of the real criminals, and he can't survive real jail. That's how they usually end up saying it. That's how the kid got out for affluenza, too. Uh-huh. He'll be in jail with the real criminals because white folks can't be real criminals. Um, speaking of criminals, uh, John Shatter, the uh, CEO of Papa John's, is no longer the CEO of Papa John's. Uh, as of next month, he'll be fired. Mm. Uh, about two months after he publicly criticized the NFL leadership over national anthem protests by football players. Now, Shante, I think we talked about this, where we were saying that uh, due to, due primarily to the fact that he was saying this, he was about to lose all support of uh, people, well, just supporting him at all. And it happened. Like, the rich folks that watch the NFL don't eat Papa John's. <laughs> sure, sure. That's that's definitely. I mean, yeah, they're not really worried. Yeah, they're not worried about it like that. They're pe- it's people who probably feel like they this is what they can afford. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it totally makes sense that some of them would be like, I don't want to fucking deal with this dude. And perhaps on, and perhaps on both sides, because it seems like there's people. There's obviously people who are for the uh, the protests. And, and feel, feel you know, you feel, feel like the protests, protests are a good, are good thing. thing. But I think but there's, I think also, there's people also people on the other, other side who just would rather, rather that shit go away. away. And so, so anybody, anybody talking, talking about it is somebody, somebody that they don't want to fuck with. So that's, so that's probably what happened. It's probably not just the people who are on Black Lives Matter side, but people who are like, I don't fuck. No, actually, actually, also on top of that, after those that entire thing went went up, the alt right was like. We have our own special pizza brand just for us. And like the alt right just was like, this is our official pizza brand. Everyone buy the Papa John's pizza. A bunch of Papa John's is like, ew! And it was like, actually, no, we don't want like Nazis to buy our pizza. Please do not. So like, that's another part of it. So I think it's, to be honest, it's a combo of those things. Combination pizza. It's It's just. <laughs> it's just a whirlwind storm of shit and pizza. Yeah, kind of like uh, Hawaiian pizza. Um, okay. okay. I have a pizza concession. You like Hawaiian pizza? <laughs> I did a lot when I was a kid, but not so much. I like something far worse. Far darker. I feel like I feel like if we sit here quietly for a second, you're going to build up the special mood to tell us what it is. I was. I was. Thank you for, for recognizing my pregnant pause. Pineapple and jalapenos. Okay. Okay. Um, I was thinking jalapenos because jalapenos actually work great on pizza. Um, I wasn't thinking that, though. Jalapenos, sausage, and olives. Yes. Jalapenos, jalapenos and, and pineapple. Th- that's it's, sweet and spicy. I can see that. I just that good try shit. It. It's that good shit. But like mm. the sweet and spicy and plus cheese and sauce and then bread. <gasps> it's great. It's great. Mm. Okay. Y'all should try oh. it. 
No. Live that life. Stay blessed or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you be blessing your future endeavors. Um, <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and uh, end you this. find your bliss, you crazy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Boogie on reggae woman. Um, Peace out, just, Rainbow Trout. We're we're just not gonna do any of that. Um, like, fuck you, bro. Like <laughs> pineapple and jalapeno. Like. <laughs> Whew. I thought I had heard it all. This I feel like this is that part on Dumbo when they're like until I saw Elephant Fly where they're all just like so amazed at that. I'm just like amazed at that combination. I would have never thought about that. Now that I think about it, I can't More like pineapple it. and jalapeno business. <laughs> and now I can't unsee it. And I'm trying to figure out how that will work as a flavor combination and I don't like it. You gotta try it. You gotta try it. You gotta seeing it tasting is believing. Or it's suffering. No. It's only suffering if they're like extra spicy and you're just like, My mouth is on fire. But like what other I than think that. I will try is I will order a whole pizza and I will tell them to make the whole pizza this except for this one slice. On this one slice put pepper or put pineapple and jalapenos. And that way, if I don't like it, I haven't ruined an entire pizza. I think that's my biggest fear, is that I'm just going to ruin a whole pizza. That's fair. For yeah. something that's I'm fair. unsure of. I also felt the same way. I also felt the same way. And my roommate was like, let me take you to a magical place where pineapple and jalapeno exist on a pizza. And I'm just like, bitch, that's some crazy shit. How about a fuck if no? Thank you to you. And... um. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm laughing at you laughing at my jokes I can't do this my man anyways uh, and so I tried it and then the angels sang and I put all of it in my mouth I feel like if you eat a good pizza you should know that it's a good pizza cause for me personally and this is just me this you know Rashani being me being cool whatevs when I eat a good slice of pizza I know it's a good slice of pizza because in my mind plays the opening chords from princes when a dove cries like that i bite into a nice slice of pizza and all i hear is yes good and i just feel like i leveled up like lightning flashed around my head and um it's the best and i don't feel like i would i feel like i would die Like, I think, I, I know that there's a Little Caesars near my house, and they only cost, like, five bucks, but I feel like if I ordered that, they would call CPS on me, because they would think I was <laughs> not uh, a good father um, Wow! for ordering something like that. Like, nobody, like, how'd you, like, that's one of those, like, like, like there's people in this world who eat anchovies on their pizza, people. I think we really yeah. need to come together and have this discussion. There are people who are putting dried up you know what it is? fish meat it's on weed. their pizza. Huh, what? It's weed. Oh. You know what? <laughs> it's not that hard to figure out. It's weed. You know what? I... Now, you know what? I... I... And also, when you're really blazed, it tastes extra amazing. With Dang. the anchovies? No, not with the anchovies. With the pineapples and the jalapeno. So you're not eating the anchovies with the with 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 weed. No. You're eating the pineapple and the jalapenos. I, 
So pineapple jalapeno weed. Would would you eat anchovies on your pizza? I try it. Oh, okay. I just feel like you know, for a second there, I was kind of worried that you had like this whole cast system of pizza, like. <laughs> Pineapple and jalapeno is okay, but everything else is like "fuck you, dude." And I just wanted to make sure uh, before we went further, because oh no, I, I love all kinds of things on pizza. It's like you're scarred for life of my life choices. I, I, That's what so I hear far, in the silence. So far, <laughs> I am I am literally horrifically mesmerized. <laughs> Um, by your life choices. She's so fucking weird. Let's study her. No, (gasps) no, not weird. Not weird. Not weird. Just outlandishly unique life choices as far (laughs) as pizza toppings. (laughs) I think that's the, the, the most graceful way to put it. I wouldn't be preaching this gospel if my roommate didn't show it to me. See, so and what I think, happened like, was your roommate is the real pusher. You're just <laughs> the seller. Yes. You are on the corner. They are the ones who got you hooked. And mm-hmm. now they're like, go for it. You know what? You know what? You know what? We gotta do this real quick. This thing oh, no. is cast. We'll be right back. Hello, everyone. This is Mia the Diva, also known as Mia the Lady Gamer, and I will be coming soon to fill your senses with my dulcet tones. Coming up soon, not right now, but right now, you're listening to the single simulcast. Hey, lovely people. Give these other lovely people money because they work hard and they deserve it, and they are an amazing contribution to humans everywhere. Um, you're listening to Single Simulcast. You're listening to Single Simulcast with Rashani and my mom, Shante Fabulous. I'm a project my own decisions. You're right. You're a product of your own decisions. This is Single Simulcast. Hey, this is Rod and Karen from the Black Guy Tips. And when Karen isn't beating me, I listen to the Single Simulcast. What's up, everyone? This is Lavinia at Sheepy Show Enough on Twitter and host of the Just Thinking Out Loud podcast. And you are listening to Single Simulcast with my friend Rashani. Keep it locked. That was, that simply, was simply sensational. sensational. Single, Single Simulcast will surely surface speedily. Bitches. <laughs> Single Simulcast wants your reviews. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Music, or wherever you listen to us. Tag Single Simulcast with the screenshot of your review on Facebook, or use the hashtag SSCast on Twitter. Enjoy the rest of the show. Hi, this is your man Jeremy from the Crown of Collars Podcast, and you are listening to Single Simulcast with my man Rashani and Shantae Fabulous, your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster. And I'm your favorite podcaster. So that should be your favorite podcaster, because I'm your fave, fave, and your fave, fave. Check them out on Single Simulcast. And check out Crime of Collars. Find wherever you can find great podcasts and the CSPN Network.
I, oh, I hate a lazy woman now with, with bras now. I like ladies. If you're the type of lazy bitch that just only do one or two hooks, and you got a three hook bra or you got a two hook bra, and you only do one hook. Use a lazy ass. Hook every single goddamn one. Hook them. <laughs> now nah, you know what's even. Now nah, you know what's even lazier than that. This this is probably like when you deep down in your relationship, when she don't want she don't. You want to you want to take the time, and she don't want to take the time, and she won't even take the bra all the way off. She just pulls the titty over the top. She's like here, and you like really, really. <laughs> you just gonna pull a single titty out, and the titty don't look like it want to be here at all. <laughs> the titty come out the bra like you again. <laughs> hey, what's happening, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to the Bad Advice Show with me and my partner. Baker Bone. You listen to us on the Coast of the Podcast. Make sure you support our sponsors to keep this show free. And we'll be back here today to tell you stuff that you shouldn't do, but you're going to do anyway because my voice is so soothing. You did something and I, I heard me. Something, 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 something. I don't something, anymore. Something, something for the honeys. A little something, something, something for the honeys, yeah. Guy that likes to. I don't even know the words anymore. I can't remember the words either. Actually, that's what was just happening. I was like, "What did he say in that song?" I really don't know any of the words. Yeah, that was his, that was his. <laughs> that, all you know is you know what? Some for the honeys. You know what? Something, I bet, I bet, you, I bet I, you we play that song as soon as we hear it. We're gonna know the words sporadically. I'm the kind of guy that likes to pick you up. That's not it. <laughs> in my something something truck. Put it in your butt. <laughs> <laughs> that should be it. That's a much better line than whatever he came up with. Dang. Montel Jordan, his one something for the honeys isn't even one of his top five songs on uh, Spotify. Are you serious? Ow. Like he has, he what has, he has four other songs. <laughs> Let's get it on tonight. <laughs> Let's get it on tonight. Uh, okay, yeah. okay. okay. I forgot about that twice. Wait, this is how you do it? Is on there twice? It's yeah. like a remix? Probably because you know, if you have a best of album. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, how the fuck does he have a best of album? I don't know. Let's see what's on it. Kick back. I turn around my baseball cap. I'm 46. Oh my lap. Is this something for the hunters? Yeah, he is. That's what he did, man. He would he would sound like he was about to rap and he sing Tyree Styles. Definitely you. Type of guy who takes time to just kick back. Turn around, my baseball cap. I got it for you. I'm so worth it. I'm so worth my while. I am so. And I know that's right. I hit it and I hit it if she's with it. I get the five to the six, seven digits. Call her up for myself. And all the shit that I say. The fun will begin when I hit the scissors. You fucking called that shit. As soon as the fucking song played, it was like, I got it. Are you interested in supporting this black podcast? Awesome. Become a Patreon member at www.patreon.com slash single simulcast. And for $5, you'll be able to chat with the hosts during our monthly Q and Awesome session. 
You can also support the show via our Teespring store at teespring.com slash stores slash single dash simulcast and get a shirt or a mug. You also have the option to put a little something in our cup at paypal.me slash single simulcast. Single oh my God! Episode two seventy three. Mia's here. Shante's here. <laughs> I'm here. There's this thing called Cash App. Oh yeah. And so apparently, Cash App is this thing where you get people together and you put in twenty five dollars, and then you get eight people behind you. And when you get eight people behind you, boom, you get two hundred bucks. Oh, that okay. sounds like multi level marketing Ponzi scheme. Okay, yeah. see, that's not exactly, I mean, that's not what Cash App was for, but someone has decided to create, like, to use Cash App, yeah, to basically do, like, a, um, yeah, an MLM kind of scheme, whatever, uh-huh. pyramid scheme type what, thing. What's Cash App supposed to be? Well, Cash App is, like, a just an easy way to exchange money with people. It's, like, it's basically like PayPal.me, but it's Backslash Cash Backslash single simulcast. <laughs> right. But, but yeah, it's just a way to exchange money with people in a really easy way. Oh. I think it is. It, it, I think it might be part of Square. I yeah. think. Yeah. yeah, it's part of Square. I mean, you know, and the motherfuckers be using Square. You know, if they have their own little business or something, they plug it into their phone. Somebody can swipe their, uh, you know, their credit card or whatever, their debit card right there, and you know, do their business or whatever that way. So it's not for ponzi schemes or whatever but somebody has is somebody is circulating that idea and it seemed like it popped up right you know in the last couple weeks i perhaps since christmas is uh coming yeah the uh people that tried to rope us and were like i put in 100 dollars and got 800 dollars in like three days and it all sounded so great but i used to work for this company called kirby vacuum cleaners Oh God! Where we would go door to door to try and sell people four thousand dollar vacuum cleaners, while the guy at the top just rode around in his Mercedes Benz and never left his office. Uh-huh. So now I'm kind of wary. I'm waiting to see if other people have made money off of this because, like, so far two people have told me about it, but I haven't seen money. Like, just show me the money. Show me you getting that eight hundred dollars into your account, and I'll go from there. Yeah, Otherwise. you probably aren't going to see anybody with that money. I mean, it's like people who do, you know, Herbalife. Bitcoin. Yeah, well, I don't know, but I don't know. they might be getting somebody might be getting some money on Bitcoin, depending on when they got in. But the the the, the multi level marketing things where you get somebody who's come in at the very 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 bottom, and that's where most people are. So you're not okay. going to find somebody who's going to tell you that they're getting money. Now, you might find somebody who, uh, if they got in early and they got a whole bunch of people under them, they'll be able to tell you that they're getting money, but that's still not. But you, when you come in, you're going to be at the bottom. Mm-hmm. You're just going to be another person at the bottom who ain't getting money. Mm-hmm. And that's my biggest concern. Have I have money. no desire to give my money to somebody and then they don't give me money back because then there's funk. We talked about this before. If I give you something, you better reciprocate (laughs) so 
There is a uh, a identity issue uh, that I wanted to talk about on the show. Um, you know us. We've discussed lupus. We've discussed um, all sorts of uh, mental health issues. And this one is a psychological disorder uh, called Body Integrity Identity Disorder. Uh, It's also referred to as amputee identity disorder, and it's a psychological disorder in which otherwise healthy individuals perceive one or more of their limbs or organs as alien to the rest of their body. Uh, People with this condition may refer to themselves as transabled. Uh, BIID, which is again, body integrity identity disorder is related to xenomelia, which is the dysphoric feeling that one or more of one or more limbs of one's body does not belong to oneself. BIID is typically accompanied by the desire to amputate one or more healthy limbs. It also includes a desire for other forms of disability, as in the case of a woman who intentionally blinded herself. It can be associated with apotonophilia, uh, which is sexual arousal based on the image of oneself as an amputee. The cause of BIID is unknown. One hypothesis states that it results from a neurological failing of the brain's inner body mapping function, uh, which is located in the right parietal or yeah, parietal lobe to incorporate the affected limb in its understanding of the body's physical form. Uh, sufferers are uncomfortable with a part of their body, such as a limb, and feel confident that removing or disabling this part of their body will relieve their discomfort. Sufferers may have intense feelings of envy towards amputees. They may pretend that they are an amputee, both in public and in private. Uh, sufferers experience the above symptoms as being strange and unnatural. They may try to injure themselves to require the amputation of that limb. They are generally ashamed of their thoughts and may try and hide them from others, including therapists and healthcare professionals. Um, the majority of sufferers. Now, this is all coming from Wikipedia. So this part, take it as you will. Uh, I have a joke coming up in like two minutes. Uh, the majority oh of bid sufferers are white middle aged males. <laughs> although this discrepancy may not be nearly as large as previously thought. Once again, White men are censoring themselves in all issues. Uh, most commonly, an above-the-knee amputation of the left leg is desired. I don't know how they know that for sure, and it says clarification is needed. Uh, but amputations may also involve the arms or instead manifest themselves as a need for paralysis or involve the senses such as hearing or vision. A sexual motivation for being or looking like an amputee is called apotnophilia, uh, in addition, apotnophilia should not be mistaken for acrotomophilia, which describes a person who is sexually attracted to other people who are already missing limbs. However, many of the people who experience one also experience the other. Up until recently, BIID has led to the desire to become disabled on organs other than limbs. Events of bid causing a desire to become disabled in organs such as eyes have been reported. Wow. Questions? No, it's one because the thing is, like, when I first found out about this, I was super angry because I have a lot of friends that are disabled that mm-hmm. would like love to not be disabled. 
uh, and the thought that that like people were doing to the self uh, themselves on purpose like really angered them. But when I realized that it was like a mental health thing, like my heart kind of went out to them because as someone who also has like mental health issues, it's just like it's just I don't know, it's just a weird place. Shantae? Yeah, I really don't don't know what to say. It sounds like a a it's sounds like a struggle to have to to feel that way about yourself, I guess. And we actually have uh listeners of the show who have dealt with this in some way shape or form. Uh, and they were actually the ones who introduced this uh this topic to me as something to be discussed. Um, mm. Mia, however, is the person who added um, the Wikipedia about a movie regarding or that is in large part about the disorder. Um, and the movie is called Armless. Um, and it's a comedy film that came out in 2010. Uh, comedy. Oh my God. I forgot about that. And it was an official selection of the 2010 Sundance Film Festival as part of the new category Next, which selects films for their innovative and original work and low and no budget filmmaking. I wish I could make a no budget movie. Also, like like one thing that's like really upsetting to me about that is that I like I skimmed the Wikipedia article and I didn't see it listed as a comedy. And that makes me so angry. It's like, oh, hey, look, look at this dark. Uh, like, I hope it's a dark comedy and not just like a regular comedy because it's like, ah, ha, 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 let's laugh at mentally ill people. That's fucking gross. Always. You're absolutely yeah. correct. They don't indicate if it's a uh, dark comedy or anything. Actually, it's a pretty oh short plot line. Uh, it says this film tells the story of John, a man who suffers from a psych- psychological condition known as body integrity identity disorder. Uh, in which an individual does not feel whole unless he loses one or more major limbs. John leads his wife and goes to New York City to find a doctor to amputate his arms. That's the whole kit and caboodle of what they're saying the movie is about. Yeah, I I didn't drop the link in there, but there was a different movie. I don't remember the name of it, but... um... It was about a man who also uh, suffered from this, and he felt the need to amputate something or other, and then he fell in love with another person who also had it, and it was, I don't know. Like, it was either that, or it was, like, a reporter who was, like, fascinated by the condition. So he, like, like, pretended to have it to, like, I don't know, sneak in with the cool people who want amputees club. I don't know. Either way, if like both movie concepts really gross me out. I feel you. I mean, as it is, the idea of making movies based off of uh, medical issues is a very touchy sus- subject. Um, mm-hmm. And to say that you're making it into a comedy is already uh, a red flag for many people. So I would hope mm-hmm. that they handled it gracefully. Uh but I, you know, until I see it, I, I'm more likely to lean towards the I'm doubting that than I am to say that they handled it as gracefully as possible. Because nine times out of ten. You think these movies are like, why, why don't you think that these movies could possibly be tasteful? Because nine times out of ten, they're not trying that hard. You know, and I know you were joking <laughs> on that one, but 
They don't. I was. They don't. They don't care. They're just like you know what this. Uh, yeah. Somebody opens up a a newspaper and reads about something and says, you know what that's <laughs> that's funny. And just like that, you have this tasteless movie that comes out only because this one person thought it was funny and nobody else did. See the guy. Who I made personally Ted. feel. Hmm? I personally feel that. The only time that you can do mental illness and comedy together is depression. Because a lot of, of comedians, including myself, I do stand-up comedy, and then there's also, like, Robin Williams and, like, a host of others, um, have depression. And when you've been through shit, at least in my experience, I can't speak for others, um, you laugh so that you don't cry you take these weird things that happen at like these shitty things and you're just like you know what looking back on that that's kind of funny ha 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 and because if you if you don't laugh you cry and laughter is what is one of the best medicines so like that is the only time where i'm like mental illness and comedy done boom revenge Um, is also a great message shante no, I think what Mia said makes sense. You know, that... Yeah, it just... What Mia said makes sense. And I can give a great example of where it hasn't worked. For example, Big Bang Theory, various member-like characters of that show have, like, serious anxiety issues. Like, as someone with anxiety issues, like, motherfuckers, y'all got anxiety. And the way they portray it, it is, like, super fucking gross. <laughs> I've never, I mean, I know that there's people out there who obviously find that show to be absolutely fabulous. It's misogynistic and gross. I I just listened to it and I'm like, I haven't heard a funny part yet. And I think I've listened to like three episodes so far. And I'm just like, that's not funny. It's not funny. Mm -hmm. It's not funny. Mm -hmm. So, um, let me see what else. Oh, doggone. And on Twitter, there was this dude. Oh! Uh, There's always some dude on Twitter. Right, right. We stay failing <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> There's always, literally, always some dude. Um, this was after Doug Jones uh, won the election for Senate in Alabama, and then immediately started fucking up. I mean, seriously. But let's before we start talking about how Doug fucked up, let's talk about how white folks fucked up. By voting for him in the first place. Um, black women came out in force to uh, make sure that Roy Moore wasn't appointed. Exactly. And I believe that their numbers were like 96% of black women voted in opposition of Roy Moore. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, like no white people voted against Roy. Like, maybe like 32% or some low number like mm-hmm. that. Um, mm-hmm. But, this black dude, because white people then decided that they were going to go online and thank black women for saving their asses. Um, mm-hmm. This dude got into his feelings and decided to post up a thread. So, this is the thread uh, by... Uh, nobody. Um, 
And it starts off by saying, if you want to know why more and more straight black men are leaving the Democratic Party and becoming conservatives or apolitical, look no further than the black women did this bullshit that certain people tried to pull last night. Despite black men voting for Jones in 92%, black women yes, are getting all the credit. Yes, good. The butthurt is strong with them. Exactly. Like, yo, like, you're sitting here that saying that you're not going to be in the Democratic Party anymore because black women are getting credit for something that black women did. Let the butthurt flow through you. I'm 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 really just trying to figure this out. And he was like, Doug Jones doesn't get elected without those ninety-two percent of black men that voted for him too. I was fed up and left the Dems a long time ago. At that time I was one of them. But more and more niggas are starting to see it and get fed up too. I tread lightly. Oh my god. He like really hurt. Like really put out that um His Fifi's. Yeah. His Fifi's uh, are hurting. I can't speak for y'all, but damn if I take the time to circumvent voter ID laws and spend half my day standing in line to vote just for people to switch the narrative like I wasn't a factor in electing someone who ultimately won't do shit for us anyway. But see, that's, but then it's just like, why are you even worried about it? Like, like that. Like, if you don't think dude is going to do anything. And there's, and I, and I mean, considering that dude basically was like, well, you know, I'll consider, you know, Republicans platforms or whatever he said uh, last Trump's week. Trump's not after a sexual assaulter. Yeah, after he won. Then it's like, why are you trying to get credit for some shit that you don't even think is all that dope in the first place? Like, you sound stupid. Because if we have a container of french fries and black women get a container of french fries this dude is literally mad that they're saying that your container of french fries is hotter than our container of french fries like we all know inherently that yes a lot of things that occur black women take the lead on black Uh women are the ones who are standing mm-hmm. at the front lines, black women are quite often the only ones standing on the side of good in the face of mm-hmm. evil and adversity and black men who just want to talk bad about mm. it because of the color of their skin. Mm. But Preach, by all yes. means, but by all means, please tell us about how you're hurt because black women are actually getting credit for something. Like, I mean, I, I just want to point out that a white woman was all over Time Magazine for uh, the Me Too movement as the person yes, of the year. Yes, please show me on the doll where the black woman hurt your fifis. It's probably in the anus. Um, <laughs> and it's just interesting to me that this is looked at as, as he really thought this was an acceptable thing to bring up. Like, I am leaving the Democratic Party. Why? Not because my senator doesn't represent me not because i didn't feel like my vote counted not because i just want to be a republican or a libertarian or whatever it may be i'm leaving the democratic party because black women are getting credit for what happened in alabama god damn it how dare we god damn (laughs) Like, I, I just don't understand how that works. I closed my eyes for a while and really thought about it. Um, as far as I know, 
it still hasn't come together for me. I pray. <laughs> I pray. Oh my God, I pray. And it doesn't I work for me. Day to find a solution. And it yes. just doesn't work. Like, I don't understand how this dude is so mad about uh, nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Like, seriously. Like, have you have you really just tried? You know what? Instead have of you being tried mad, not have you really being just tried a new there's a there's this hashtag. I just came up with it. Hashtag black woman did that. Yes. Hashtag black woman did that. Not did that, did that. They did that. I can't even be mad. Black woman did that. Who's the reason Stonewall, why Black Lives Matter got started? Black, black woman did, did that. that. Mm-hmm. Who's the reason why Doug Jones didn't get real or Doug Jones got elected? Black women did that. Who really was the reason why uh, Hillary Clinton won the popular vote, even though nobody thinks Hillary's popular? Hashtag black women did that. There's mm-hmm. no other way to put this. So you just really have to accept the fact that men are more likely to sit on their asses and talk about what should happen. Mm-hmm. Both white and black. Sit mm-hmm. on their ass to talk about what should happen. More and more frequently, black women are the ones who are getting off their asses and making shit happen. Mm. And then the men get mad that what they said should happen happened, but they weren't the ones who did it. But they want to take credit because I'm the one who thought it up. Remember when I was sitting on the couch and I said this should happen? Yeah, remember when I got up and put on my shoes and made it happen? Oh, now you're just taking mm-hmm. credit for everything. And scene. And repeat. And repeat. Mm-hmm. And it's a sad situation. It sucks. Um, It's one of the things that we really have to work to eradicate in the world is the idea that if a man doesn't do it, it, it it's not as it shouldn't get as much credit. And I think there's a lot of guys who are trying to discount the works of black women uh, by saying that, you know, oh, well, she... There's so many people who are still shitting on Feminista Jones and, and, and Leslie Mack and Sharonda Brown and just every black woman who has stood up and, and, and made a change, made a difference, done something black and white men are just out there just shitting on them for no reason just hashtag black women did that just applaud them Mm -hmm. just support you know support them like you want them to support you Mm -hmm. that that's really it that's all So real real quick, uh, Fallon just popped up and has a question uh, that she was going to ask in the chat. Uh, oh, Shante, this is more for you and Mia. Mm-hmm. Uh, since you're going to be starting a podcast up again pretty soon, it's going to be for you as well. Because um, my answer is no, no, I don't. Uh, <laughs> do you ever feel self conscious about tagging and or asking other people to share your content? And if so, how do you cope with that? I have stuff that I'd like to share and tag folks in, but I'm always worried I'd annoy them. Um, not that we annoy her, but like, what are the odds of people 
being like that and not being annoyed and just so y'all know fallon is an author she has written (laughs) multiple books uh you can go find them at fallonkitty.com that's f-a-l-l-e-n-k-i-t-t-i-e.com uh you can also go on amazon and search for fallon kitty and uh her books will pop up um one of the best christmas presents you could do right now is just go on there and buy a book like and leave a review five star Hmm. um but yeah so i will start with uh shante like do you ever feel self-conscious about tagging people to share your stuff yeah i haven't ever tagged anybody to to share my stuff beyond i haven't i haven't and part of that is and maybe some of it is being self-conscious is not wanting to hear somebody say no or or not even have to hear somebody say no to just be completely ignored you know because i definitely have uh invited people you know you hit you know you can when you have a your own uh business page or whatever page on facebook you can invite people to like it and so that even sometimes feels weird because it feels like you're intruding on somebody's space, I guess. But then at the same time, especially with something like Facebook, you know, people don't see everything. Like, you know that you don't see everything, so they don't see everything. So it might, you know, be better for you to send a message, to tag them, to invite them specifically and say, like, hey, will you check out my stuff and really just put it to really put a put the choice to them to either you know say yes or do it or say no or ignore you or you know whatever but uh, yeah, i there's... guess to answer answer fallon's question yes i i am self-conscious about uh about tagging people at least tagging people that haven't said it's okay to tag them yeah so, um, so I previously mentioned that I do burlesque, mm-hmm. and so when a show comes out, uh, I well, I, I okay, um, how do I say this? I'm really bad. Um, I should be advertising like crazy, but because my life has been crazy and uh, like I've had a laugh, lack of computer, it's harder to do multiple posts when you only have your phone. And my previous phone that I had like sucked every single ass that, that has, has ever, ever existed. existed. Um, and I don't know, like I started off being really good about it and just like, yes, come see me at the diva at such and such show, Alice in Lubland or whatever the fuck show we were doing. And, um, I don't know, like at first it was like, I, I did feel that, that, that like, I, I didn't want to, I was just like, come see me, take my clothes off. You guys you are going to have a great time. I fucking swear. And <laughs> actually, uh, at one of the first shows I was there, like, my old manager from Microsoft was there, and he saw my booty hole, so that's a thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, that happened. Uh, <laughs> just like, well, my old manager from, uh, from my, uh, my old job, and my ex, and his girlfriend, or partner, or whatever, in the fucking front row, I... Mm, yeah, they all saw my asshole, and it was glorious. Um, <laughs> um, and, and so, yeah, no, like, it's, I don't know, it's it's awkward for me, because I have a lot of anxieties, and I'm like, come, come see my stuff, and, like, it just gets to a point where you, 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 you gotta, 
Why? Because you gotta. You gotta, you gotta kick yourself in the ass and you, you gotta post. You gotta ask your friends. And, like, as soon as, like, you start posting that good shit, your friends are gonna jump on that. And they're mm. gonna be like, yeah, we're into this. Mm-hmm. You just, I, I don't know, like, I think it's not just a hey, you gotta post, because you gotta, but you also have to trust your audience. To, like, it's like a really awkward digital marketing trust fall. Yeah, you gotta trust that they're going to have your back. Like, um, Mm -hmm. when I started off uh, asking for consent, (laughs) more or less, uh, it was because I took it from... uh, William and Phoenix from the Father Teresa's Wine Cellar podcast. Uh, they were saying they had a simple post that said, if you're cool with uh, being tagged when an episode of our show comes out, uh, please comment in the field below. And with those folks, once they put their name on there, they're literally, to me, saying, I'm riding with you. You know, I'm bonded to you in this way. And so that's where I would start off with. Like, it's almost like a, an email list, uh, of people who are willing to promote your stuff in the streets. Uh, Mm. if you are listening to this show, one of the best things that you can do for the podcast you listen to, or the, the authors that you, uh, read or the people that you follow or whatever, uh, on Facebook, the people you really like, like if they have a page, if you're, if we, we have a page, um, go to that page, like the page and then click the follow button and move it to where it says show first. And that way, anything that we put on single simulcast is going to show up at the top of your feed, no matter what. And as soon as you see it, share it. Boom, boom. It's that simple. Like that is having the opportunity to know that there's people who are sharing our show no matter what is literally amazing to me it is the best like we've gone from uh having and and this is uh let me take a look at it right now fallon uh we've gone when i was doing the show on myself without saying anything to anybody maybe like reaching 45 people per episode uh, this last episode that we just did, uh, the ABCs of white names, um, at last check, which is literally now, we had reached, stop freezing up, stop freezing up. <laughs> <laughs> you got this, I believe in you. Oh, me too, I just gotta, we, I, we post a lot of shit, whole lot of shit. All right, here we go. At last check, we had reached 1,312 people just through that one uh, post on Facebook. Uh, We had 35 shares on it, and um, it's still going. And that's without us paying money to get it boosted. That's just people that said, you know what, we're riding with you. We will share this out to the masses. So start up that thing like ask people straight out yo will you share this will you do reviews for me will you help me out because those are the folks you want to keep close to you those are the folks that are riding for you no matter what and those are your uh your loved ones those are your trues um 
then after you have those folks set up every so often just tag somebody one of your friends who may not usually get tagged just tag them ask them to share the show that's the thing that's exactly the thing because the thing is you got to lean on your your friends because if you're not strong they'll be your friend they'll help you carry on (laughs) (laughs) sometime in in our our lives we we all all got shows we all (laughs) got podcasts no we all got shows you need to follow yeah exactly if you are wise you know that there's damn it nothing rhymes (laughs) damn it never mind a podcast tomorrow fuck it i don't know that margarita i shouldn't have drank another one um anyhow looks like you're going to margaritaville i'm trying but literally just (laughs) like there are folks out there who would kill for you like not maybe literally i don't know but i know that there are folks who will go to the ends of facebook to make sure that you are as successful as they can help you to be and there are people who every time that i see hmm? they will go the distance there are people who every time that i see their stuff pop up on my uh on my post on my feed i'm sharing it no matter what even this is even if it's mm-hmm. the same thing two days later, I'm sharing it again. Uh mm-hmm. just to make sure that it's getting as much circulation as it deserves. Cause I believe in them. I know how good their stuff is. There's this young lady, uh, by the name of Erica. Erica's a good friend. She's been on the show before. Friend of the show. Uh she has a Patreon page. She's a writer. Let me start from there. She's a writer. And she has a Patreon page for her writing. And she sent me a link to one of the things that she was putting on her Patreon page. And it is literally the best audio drama first episode I've ever heard. Like, as far as professionalism, the cleanness of it all, it is just so glorious. That I'm like, you know what? As soon as that comes out, I'm sharing it. I got you. I'm putting this out there. I'm subscribing to your Patreon. I got your back. I need to hear more about this. I'm going to tell other folks about your Patreon. I'm telling more folks about her Patreon. I'm telling about our Patreon. I tell everybody about our Patreon. But it works. And I, I, I know that she does great things. And I know that she's striving for perfection. And I know that she wants to be the best. So I'm going to share the shit out of her stuff. Shantae has her website. Um, I almost said blame it on the alcohol. Doggone you, Margarita. <laughs> Burn me in red lipstick. And it is awesome. And the stuff she talks about on there is literally like the most comprehensive, up-to-date uh, makeup experience that I can offer to folks uh, right Ooh. now. And so whenever I see it, I'm sharing it. I'm sharing it on single simulcast. I'm sharing it on my feed. I'm sharing it on the Dream Team's page. I'm sharing it everywhere because I believe in Shantae and I believe in the work that she's doing and I believe in her website and I believe in the uh, products that she's talking about. Support those folks that you know are doing good things. Leave reviews. 
You know it would be a great thing to do for somebody this Christmas? Literally, one of the best gifts you can give a podcaster is A, to hit them up and be like, yo, you know what? I listen to your show and I think you're awesome. I really think you're wonderful. I think you're doing a great job. And I just want to know that uh, I appreciate what you do. Another great thing you could do. These are all free, by the way. Another great thing you could do is leave a review. Leave a review on iTunes. Leave a review on Stitcher. Leave a review on Google. Leave a review everywhere, like every place. It doesn't, there's nothing wrong with typing a review up on one place, copying and pasting it on another place, and then doing that over and over again. There's nothing wrong with that. It's still your thoughts and it's your words and it's helping them out. Leave a review. Uh, tell three people about the show. Like, seriously, like, don't just say, hey, like, have you heard about this show? Be like, yo, here's the link. Have you heard about this show? You really need to check it out. Be an advocate. Um, have you heard the word of our Lord and Savior podcast, Jesus? See, (laughs) she knows me. And then, um, the fourth thing that you can do if you want to is spend money. I'm quite certain that every podcaster has a wish list on Amazon that they would never want to tell you about because they're, we feel ashamed that we're asking you to look at our wish list. But this ain't free. This uh-uh. podcast is so good, I shouldn't have to talk for free. And it's like, <laughs> we have a Patreon page. We have a, 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 a PayPal. We have merchandise store. We have all this stuff. The Joker once said, if you're good at something, never do it for free. He also said, if you gotta go, go with a smile. (laughs) (laughs) Which is why every time I get up to go to the bathroom, I'm grinning like a motherfucker. Because once I had a dream, dream, right? Like, I had a dream that I was, I had that dream. And I got out of bed right at the last moment. And this was like, literally like maybe a year ago and I was so embarrassed that I had that dream like I could stop myself from having that dream and I was like chastising myself for having that dream while I was like 36 like who knew that you could still have that dream but I got up at the last minute and made it and like ran to the bathroom was like oh no and yeah support your podcasters to bring it all the way back around but yeah Fallon thank you so much um again FallonKitty.com uh you can check her out there she's also frequently on uh the black podcast with Father Teresa uh which is available at readingintheshade.com um let me see I feel like there was something else uh did you want me to uh tell my uh my weird boob story or are we saving that for the Patreon Saving that for the Patreon. Hell boob yeah. stories yeah. always go on the Patreon. That's an unwritten rule. I talk mm-hmm. about my boobs on there all the time. <laughs> my boobs are... Uh... I am so glad that I'm donating my titties for your Patreon. Me too. Because I do it all the time. I mean, I really feel like uh, oh my God. right now I am a solid A cup. I was a B minus. Um. Mm. I feel like my grades have improved. I gotta, I gotta order mine special online. 
I, I feel that. Kind of like the pizza that you eat. <laughs> like I feel like nobody will make that pizza. Like that's not on a menu. That is literally off no, menu shit. You you gotta yeah you gotta you gotta you gotta do that special. You gotta but hey, it. the pizza is not nearly as expensive as the bra. I believe that. I mean, but you will get a lot less side eyes from the bra than from the pizza. Mm, no, I'm still gonna get plenty of side eye for that bra. It's called turning heads, my dude. I used to turn heads. Now I just turn stomachs. Oh. (laughs) So I think that, um, yeah, I I think that we're all pretty much done with topics, except for this one. Um, So Princess Michael of Kent, who is the wife of Queen Elizabeth's cousin, uh, that's a real thing. Uh, wore a controversial Blackamoor brooch to a Christmas lunch at Buckingham Palace on Wednesday. The lunch was attended by several members of the royal family, as well as Prince Harry's bride-to-be, Meghan Markle, whose mother is African-American and who was on suits. I feel like that needs to get mentioned more and more because she's not going to be on suits anymore. (laughs) And I just don't know. Like, is this going to be like when... Is this going to be like when Aunt Viv disappeared and then light-skinned Viv just showed up out of nowhere? Like, well, are they going to try and fool me? No, it's going to no, no, it's gonna be worse. It's going to be like that one daughter from Family Matters that disappeared like in the, at the, like, in the middle of the, the first season. She went upstairs just and never upstairs came back and down. She never came back down. Poor Judy. <laughs> where the fuck is Wallace? That's, that's the question. Like, that's the real question. Where... Where, where, where's Judy? And you know what? They had a whole reunion thing and she wasn't even invited, which was fucked up. Mm. But Michael's brooch, which depicts a black brooch. man in a gold turban, was pinned on the left side of her coat. She was spotted wearing the Blackamoor, considered a racist artifact during her ride into the palace. Oh, that thing. That's what a Blackamoor is. I did a little bit. Of, yeah, I did a little bit. Yeah, I did a little bit of research. So uh, basically, it uh, it goes back to when uh, the Moors uh, were hanging out in Europe for a hot minute, and um, and then like black people were also up there too. And it sort of like fetishizes slavery. It's like, mm, yes, look at this hot black body, and they're serving me. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's what that's about. If you like. <laughs> it was created by the Europeans sometime during the 18th century, and the figurines are usually made as jewelry or small sculptures and often depict a black male wearing a headdress, which is representing a servant. And since this was the first event for um, Markle, whose engagement to Harry was announced in late November, uh, it's unclear if Michael was still wearing the brooch when she was officially introduced to Markle. However, the princess's decision to wear the figurine for the first time that they met sparked a wave of criticism on social media. Which I can see. But seriously, though, the, the pictures I've been seeing of, like, Princess, like, Michael in pictures, she's got, like, this really weird, creepy grin on her face, and all I can hear is... I feel that. I mean, looking at this, it... it yeah, she meant it. Yeah, she did. I mean, 
Like, and there are other times she's like, one time, one time, I dyed my hair black so I could pretend to be an African cast, but they didn't take me seriously, probably because of my light eyes. Shanta, you were saying? Oh, just that, you know, when, when white people do these kind of things... They're doing it on purpose. Now, they'll, now, when you call them out on it, they're going to be like, oh, well, I didn't mean it, and I'm sorry, and all this different kind of stuff, but but nah. They they meant it. Now, whatever they meant, who the fuck knows, but they're doing it to get a rise out of somebody, you know, uh-huh. thinking. They're do- yeah, they're doing it, you know, they're doing it on purpose. She picked that brooch out. She could have just as easily left that brooch in her jewelry box. But to, to wear it at this, to possibly wear it at this moment, you know, because it almost seems like I dare you to say something to me, you uh-huh. know, because especially at this point, uh, you know, Meghan Markle probably could say something, but it's not going to look good. It's going to, you know, if she wants to, if she wants to could stay on their good side and, you know, as far as that, as far as the royal family is concerned, she can't pop off even if she really wants to. You know, she might have missed it. She might not even had equated that brooch as something possibly racist and saw it and kind of blew the shit off or whatever. But yeah, this this Princess Michael sounds like she was she was daring Meghan Markle to do something. And like and like Mia says, she's got a history of saying racist shit. There was something else that she said that she was accused of telling uh, some black people at a restaurant or a dinner of some sort to go back to the colonies. Oh my like, god. Which is like, motherfucker, the colonies ain't been the colonies in a long ass time, but you telling somebody, you know, in the 21st well, century? they have other colonies other than America. There are other colonies. That they've right, also but, fucked up. Right. But no, I mean, true it's, a facts. Place, it's a lot of places that have decided, you know, that are, that have, uh, that are independent and been independent. You know they don't call that shit the colony. Like they don't they call Africa. You know, play. You know, countries in Africa the colonies. Uh, you true know? So, so she's up here calling stuff the colonies, like, like harkening back to some old old shit. Like, nah, you racist. God, she makes me want to throw all her tea in a harbor. I'm sorry. I, I just flash back to the fact that you eat pineapple and jalapeno pizza. <laughs> like that just popped in my head from nowhere. Like you just gonna let that? Like literally in my head, it said you're just gonna let that ride. Like <laughs> like that that life choice is okay with you, Rashani, and I'm like it's not my mouth. Oh gosh, Mia. So when's yes. your podcast? When do you plan on the first podcast, the first episode coming out, and uh, what's the podcast going to be about or called? Rather? Okay, okay, I have like three podcasts that I have uh, okay. like in the works right now. Um, so I want to bring back the Me of the Lady Gamer podcast, uh, which was basically uh, talking about uh, video games and blah 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 blah. But because like yeah, I know a lot of other people do that, but like I don't know, I, I feel like another female voice would help. And I'm also, like, queer and a woman of color. Um, none of that heterosexuality up in here, motherfuckers. <laughs> and, um, and I don't know. I just, like, I feel like since 
I made a difference in in Bacon's life. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna bring it back. I was originally not going to until PodCon, to be honest. Um, and then my other one I wanted to do was called um, the uh, Pop Culture Integration Station. And so, uh, because of the way I was raised uh, as Jehovah's Witness, a lot of media was not allowed into the house. And then, like, I'm so fucking tired, so fucking tired of people being like, Oh, you haven't seen such and such movie, TV show, video game, whatever the fuck? Oh my god! Like, have you been living under a rock? Um, yes, motherfucker, what does cult mean to you? Like, oh my god, like... Not that I have any feelings about this in the matter, um, <laughs> but um, so, so yeah, so it's just sort of like me going through like and reviewing all of these loved things that people have seen that I haven't, um, and just sort of like playing catch up. For example, like this year, I saw um, the Jim Carrey the Grinch movie the, the first time. I saw Elf the. Uh, for the first time last year and a little bit before that i saw nightmare before christmas for the first time like i'm i'm kind of just going through like pop culture things i want to i'll like accept questions on like my weird fucking childhood uh i'll accept like suggestions for the show of of things people want me to to you know watch and stuff that sort of thing and then uh my last one is called uh why would you send that and uh, it's based off of this group that I'm in on Facebook. Like, at least, like, why would you send that is the pending name. Um, and uh, it's basically deals with uh, my adventures with online dating. Oh. And uh, basically being like, why the fuck would you send that? And I just, I got so many receipts. And I'm just going to read them off of the weird things that dudes have sent me. And then I also, like, I like to go through, like, the responses of me, like, ripping them a new asshole. Like, they will have two assholes to orgasm from, if not three. Uh, (laughs) And, like, I feel like one of the best things I've said recently was, please go find a tree and hug it and, uh, and apologize to it for wasting the air that it provides with your existence, you know, that sort of thing. I'm probably, like, paraphrased myself incorrectly, but either way. Um, so, yeah. So that's gonna, like, that, that entire podcast is just gonna be a roasting fest, plus um, uh, interviews with, like, people just like, what's your dating experience like? You know, what's, like, like, cause, like, I have this uh, friend, he is uh, black and gay, and he's having a really hard time because apparently, like, the gay community is not is very racist surprise so um I don't know I just feel like I kind of want to like bring bring to light issues of like stuff like that and then I also kind of want to do like a question and answer thing of where like people can ask advice and I can be like well you should definitely not send her this because she will think that you're gross or that sort of User, user. Okay. Yeah, they are, I mean, they sound, it sounds cool. It sounds like they'll be, I mean, it sounds like you'll have listeners because it sounds like there's people. I think, I, I especially like the, the, the pop culture one. 
you know, because I feel like people do lose their, people unfairly lose their minds when somebody hasn't seen, you know, fill in the blank, whatever. And I think, and I, you know, I personally think that's shitty. And so it would be cool to listen to somebody, you know, watch whatever that thing is. And especially with, uh, you know your family background and everything that would inform it too. So I think I think it I think it could be cool. Exactly. Like I and like I've I I know that like the way that I perceive media, the way I perceive I, I walk through life is different, um, and also hilarious because I'm a comedian. So uh, uh, you put two and two together and you make something great. So yeah, that's kind of where. Eggs. What about oh, eggs? I like eggs. You said you put two and two together, you make something great. I thought about eggs. Eggs are so great. Oh my god. See? Shantae. One time I made this great egg dish while I was high. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize we were moving on. I apologize. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm all for... The last time you told me about when you were high, you ended up with that jalapeno and pineapple <laughs> pizza, though, so... I will blow your mind. I'm sorry. Like, I think it's too much for you, my dude. Hmm. We'll see. <laughs> Shantae, go for it. Oh, shout outs? Yeah, something. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, because I... Hey, you usually say, Shantae, do you have any shout outs? Shantae, do you have any shout outs? Uh, <laughs> yeah, shout out to anybody who, after hearing this podcast, goes ahead and leaves a review or likes our Facebook page or... Uh, hits us on Patreon or hits us on Twitter, you know, shout out to y'all. So make that happen. I have a small shout out. Yes. Okay, so we were talking about butt stuff a lot today. And um, because of the Christmas season, I think everyone should go on YouTube and look up this particular song. It's called uh, Fist Me This Christmas by The Wet Spots. I, I, I think I need to put that on my Spotify. Fist me this Christmas. Do me underneath the Christmas tree. Forget the presents. Just bring the Crisco. Because Christmas means fisting to me. Yeah, remember, guys. No. Wow. Get consent. <laughs> wow. Definitely get, definitely get some consent. No surprise butt stuff in 2018. No, no, no surprise butt sex. No, don't stop, 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 stop doing that. Yeah, you yeah. know what they call Yeah, mm-mm, nope, none of that. But seriously, like, fist me underneath the Christmas tree. That's like, fist me this Christmas is a great Christmas song. Look it up. Yeah, no, um, no oops, pal, surprise. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. no. And another thing that y'all can do this is not just for guys. Um, you know, probably some ladies too need to watch, you know, your the sharpness of your nails when you're dealing with your uh, significant other. Just saying, you know, just keep them, yeah, keep, yeah. Them, keep them short. Um, Lesbians already know this. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. I, just, <laughs> I was talking more from the ladies who are dealing with guys like me who don't want, you know, the scrape of the fingernails and then they got mm. that jagged little nail. Oh, 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 God, no, no. Yeah. Oh. So I'm, I'm looking out for my balls. Um, that's fair. And, and so another thing that is important has nothing to do with my balls, but, um, 
this holiday season, I actually uh, talked about this on earlier today on Facebook, but it's still relevant. Uh, and it's relevant any day that you hear this. Um, if you've gone to a restaurant or to a store or to the movies or to the bank or any place and gotten excellent, excellent service or even just really good service or even good service from a customer service associate that was helping you out, uh, going forward, get their name. Um, and then go home and find their company on Google and then find their corporate number on Google and call corporate and tell them what store you live by. Tell them what store you went to. Hopefully you have the address and tell them the person that helped you out and tell them that you feel like they did an exemplary job. Like go all the way to the top if you can and tell them about this person who did great things for you or just went above and beyond to help you out. Because by and large, in the service industry, it is all work with no rewards. Most often, more often than not, people aren't willing to uh, leave a review or call in on the survey and say, hey, this person did this for me or whatever it may be. So you doing that may lead to somebody getting a commendation or even a monetary bonus, maybe even a promotion. Who knows? But it doesn't take much time. So do that every so often. Just think of all the folks who helped you out and call and tell on them in a good way. <laughs> this single simulcast episode 273. Uh, we thank y'all for y'all time. Uh, have a wonderful Christmas and a happy new year. Y'all be good. Merry Christmas. Motherfuckers. Peace. <laughs> this. Single simulcast. Don't know about that, and you said.